стадиум Джункис. Hello, 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 everybody. It's your boy here, Chris Rios, at Rio Stunton on everything. Rio Stunton, always Stunton, never fun. Guys, here I am, here by myself here today because I wanted to keep it real with you. I want to level with you. I want to just give you straight winners. You know, it's fun bringing the guys on. We love them. We love them. We love to hate them. All a benefit by just giving you my soothed, sensual voice and straight fucking money that comes out of my mouth. So let's go ahead and take it from there. Um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go down the line for you guys. Um, before I do, guys, make sure to follow uh, me, if anything, anywhere. Um, if you don't already follow me on Twitter and Instagram, follow me on TikTok uh, at Rio Stunton as well. R I O uh, S T U N T I N, Stunton, Rio Stunton. Um, I am trying to go ahead and transition to those platform and see how that works for me, guys. I, I think going live on TikTok is going to do good things for the show. Um, it's going to get us a broader audience. And, you know, that way, just not you Texas folks can hear us. But I think it's going to be awesome going forward. Um, I need a thousand followers to do it. So, guys, fucking be a bro. Go out there. Help me out. And uh, I promise content will be a lot easier to distribute if we do it that way. Um, and check out the YouTube, uh, Stadium Junkies Media YouTube. Jeffrey and Tony are doing a fucking fantastic job of getting that rolling. Go check them out. They do play-by-plays and they do uh, in-game analysis on all the primetime games. I believe they're even potentially doing one here tonight. I could be wrong, but Sunday night and Monday night are definitely right up their alley in all more than fair game. Um, guys, we got a game on tonight. I'm, I'm recording this here on December 15th, 2022 on a Thursday, crisp Texas evening. Tonight, we got the 49ers are going into Seattle. The Seahawks themselves or find themselves out of the first place spot in the NFC West. Three-point dogs at home. I got to admit, I like this right off the bat. They're playing the 49ers, right? You got Brock Purdy going into his second career full start, right? The hype is real. They're comparing him to Jimmy Garoppolo. Not that that means very much. But I'm, over, I'm not going to overthink this. I mean, there, as anyone who's heard the show before, I like to stick to certain formulas and trends because at the end of the day, if I can keep my heart out of these games as much as possible, I'm going to have the best chance of putting the most money in my pocket. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Seahawks at home plus three, home dog. Um, they're hungry. You know, if they have any chance of winning this division, it happens tonight. You know, winning this, winning this game pretty much can put them in first place. They'll be tied, and at that point, they'd have the tiebreaker. So – um, excuse me. I'm not looking for much more else than that. Um, the 49ers are obviously very fucking loaded. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like they're not, but I'm not going to also sit here and act like Brock, Brock Purdy is just supposed to light up the NFL, you know, unscathed, right? Um, that shit just doesn't happen very often. Not that it can't, but this is gambling. Gambling, we go for odds. We go for best opportunities. Give me three points at home in prime time. Go Geno Smith. Um, moving on to the Sunday slate. We got the Indianapolis Colts going into Minnesota. The Vikings, fresh off of an interesting loss, to say the least. They were dogs going into that game against the Lions, right? And not only were they dogs, but the fucking Lions ended up covering. They ended up being my 10. Shit, the Lions scored a drive, the opening drive touchdown. It was fascinating, even for us in the gambling world, even if you're avid like me and watch this shit all day and have, you know, like no other sort of life. It was fascinating to watch. It, it really much, very much so was. I mean, Jared Goff is starting to look like the kind of guy that you might want to build a fucking team around. Not that I'm saying, but hey, there are people out there floating around, floating around. 
And I'm saying, I like the Vikings bouncing back. Uh, the, the Colts seem like a team dead underwater. You know, there were some moral victories here and there this season. They're trying to figure shit out from the bottom up. And the, the Vikings can't have another piss-poor performance like this. There's no reason to really back it up either. It's not like they're riddled with injuries or anything like that. You know, key players and key star players are there in their position. I'm not really seeing the issue. I like to think that they hold ground on open, uh, hold ground at home in Minnesota. It's a four-point spread. I like it. Give me Minnesota covering. Um, moving on, we got the Ravens going into Cleveland. Browns, Ravens. We got a little matchup here to keep the Browns alive. Of course, Watson and that offensive looked absolutely abysmal. And I've been riding the Raven train this year. You know, even without Lamar Jackson, this team has been performing well and covering at a decent rate. Um, I'm going to go ahead and roll with the Ravens on the road with the three. Still not ready to see Watson uh, completely surprise me or anything like that yet. Um, this guy's going to take a while to get his footing. I, I, I genuinely wouldn't be surprised. They lose a couple of games here and they just fucking come up with some bullshit about his, uh, you know, about, about being aggravated or some injury or something. Like, I, I just genuinely would not be surprised if they're just looking for an excuse to get him out of there already in terms of just in the starting lineup. Um, it just wouldn't make a ton of sense to hurt him now. I mean, you spent so long getting him here. I think at this point, the only reason he's even playing is because fucking teams, I'm sorry, fans ultimately want, you know, to see the return on their investment and at least see that motherfucker play in a Jersey, but go ahead and give me the Ravens plus the three. Um, let's see here. Oh, and my apologies. This is the Saturday slate. So that was the Saturday three o'clock Saturday primetime is an interesting game, a hell of a game. Um, if there wasn't already what we have on Sunday night going, I think this would have been it. Um, you got the Dolphins are going into Buffalo and potentially, you know, they're going to be probably about three to six inches deep. That's what she said. And the Bills are at home, favored by a whole touchdown. Now, this line was seven and a half at one point. Right now, it's currently, oh, moved back to seven and a half. So it's kind of wishing, washing back and forth. Now, there's a million different stats right now currently circulating around mainstream media about Tua Tugavaloa not being able to perform in the cold. Now, I get that, and I agree with it as well. But the Bills have been an absolute shit show. I think even Bills fans, shout out to Garrett, kind of you know wrap their head around that this team is just not performing the way that it should. You know, at a bare minimum, they don't feel 10-3. and three. It feels like they've been grinding, kind of struggling to get to that point. Um but, hey, I can't hate, and I can't really, really doubt that too much. I mean, I'm a Cowboys fan. They've, you know, found a way to make the Texans look like, uh, you know, look like a blue-chip uh, blue program. But go ahead and give me the Bills covering the 7.5. I don't necessarily like the 7.5 number. You know, if it flows down to 7, sure, I'll go for it. But, I mean, it's hard to ignore. Tua Tagovailoa, his three worst games in his career, worst QBR as a professional, all came with temperatures lower than 50 degrees, just 50 degrees. This game would be lucky to be above freezing. So do what you will with that information. Now, actually, to the Sunday slate this time, alluding back to my badass Dallas Cowboys, call it what you will. That was a fucking win. Going in, uh, playing in Houston, you know, I get it. When the Eagles do it at the clutch, when the Cowboys do it, they skim by. I don't really give a fuck. Point is, we got 10 and 3. That's our record. We're looking good. Feeling good, and as much as Dan Orlovsky's bitch ass wants to go on ESPN all day, every day, and tell everyone that the Jaguars are going to upset the Cowboys, I'm here to go ahead and revert the trend, conservative style. Fuck ESPN. Fuck them. Fuck Dan Orlovsky specifically. Cowboys are minus four on the road. 
give it to me. Just give it to me. Come on. Passing offense with the Jaguars or not, I don't care what they say. This team is not ready to handle this defense. You know, as good as the passing offense has been lately for the Jaguars, I'm not going to sit here and just act like they're just going to pick us apart. No. Give me Dallas. Dallas minus four. Now, this other game, the Eagles in Chicago, now that's not going to be too fun. That, that game should be an absolute blowout, and the spread would indicate that. It's nine points. Uh, I, I, don't see the, the, I don't see the Bears necessarily slowing them down. I mean, fuck, unless they want to put 12 to 13 guys in the field, I'm not really sure they're going to do too much. Um, and Justin Fields isn't going to be able to run all over that defense necessarily all day. I mean, if they do, it's just because they let them. You know, it's because they let them. I'm going to make it simple. Give me the Eagles. I don't like it. It's a big number. I'm actively rooting on the Eagles' downfall, so I would not really necessarily bang on that. Um, let's take a look here. Move on to this next game. We have the Falcons. Falcons and the Saints. The Falcons are going into New Orleans. New Orleans is a four-point favorite. I'm going to keep it real fucking simple. I hate both of these teams a ton. Falcons have the best shot of going to the playoffs at this point, so I got to go in with them. Give me the Falcons in four points. Of course they're going to play hard. Of course they need this. And all right. We are going to go to a very short break here. And when we get back, we'll catch the back half of the slate. Hey, everybody. Chris Rios here. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode of Hammer Time. I'd like to stop before we get into it and let you know today's show is sponsored to you by Anchor. Anchor is the best way to get started with getting your voice heard on all platforms. If you ever had a hankering for podcasting, ever thought about getting into it yourself, well, don't wait. Go to the Apple Store, go to Google Play, and download the app today, people. Promise you won't regret you did it. Go check it out. Download it for free and start making money today on your voice with absolutely no minimum listeners. And guys, we're going to go ahead and get into the show. The first half, uh, half hour or so is going to be our review on the second episode of HBO's Dallas Cowboys Hard Knocks. So if you don't want any spoilers, go ahead and skip 30 minutes deeper into the show. And uh, thank you again for tuning in. Be a friend, tell a friend, and uh, we'll see you in the winner circle. All right, everyone, I'm um, back, right back, 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 back. Uh, like I said before the break here, Falcons, taking the Falcons. I'm going on to the, ooh, what should be the fucking Super Bowl, if you ask me. I love these teams. I have a soft spot for these two shitty teams. Anyone that knows me kind of knows that. Can I rationalize it? No. Will I? Fuck no. Um, we'll get the Lions. Uh, they're going into New York to play the Jets. Mike White Lightning. Assuming he's capable of playing football and they still don't want to play Zach Wilson, you know, I'm all in on it. Which team do I love more? Man, I don't fucking know. I dick ride them both pretty fucking hard. But the Lions are hot, hotter. And, you know, I mean, fuck. Even though I like Mike White over Zach Wilson right now, I can't necessarily expect him to go out there and play well. I mean, the guy's one big hit away from fucking ending up in the hospital. They made him look like an accordion last week. I mean, my God. Um, the Jets are favored at one and a half at home. Go ahead and give me Lions money line and the spread. One and a half doesn't mean fucking damn shit. So plus 120, plus 115 is about what the money line would be. Go ahead and give me the Lions. Uh, Steelers in Carolina. Steelers in Carolina. We got the Panthers. They are at home minus three. This one is a shit show. If you're gambling on this, you're just a complete asshole. You're from, I mean, definitely nowhere here from Texas. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and ride immediately with the Steelers. Uh, at least Mike Tomlin there, they're actively trying to win games. It doesn't necessarily work out for them. 
the Panthers think they have any shot winning the division, they are only looking at it from a mathematical standpoint. So give me the Steelers and the free three points. Chiefs going into Houston. Texans, are they worth the fuck? Did they look good? Or did they just play the best game of their entire lives on Sunday against those Cowboys? I don't know. All I know is that the Chiefs love to fuck them up, and particularly Patrick Mahomes. Um, I know the Texans probably aren't too excited to have Pat come into their building and fuck them over. If, but here's this. I'm going to take the Texans. I'm going to take the Texans because something in my gut is telling me that Patrick Mahomes is about to do that shit he did to them back in the 2019 uh, ASC Divisional game. For those of y'all that don't remember, Chiefs went up 24 nothing. And they and that was pretty much it. That was <laughs> uh, the Chiefs. I mean, the the Texans went up twenty four nothing. I'm sorry, and then the Chiefs came back roaring. I think they they took the lead at the half. It was fucking incredible. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a little Mahomes magic. No, Texans keep playing hard, and then Mahomes. It just reminds me so much of those peak dynasty Golden State Warriors, where it almost seems like they were fucking with you. You know what I mean? Steph Curry, Patrick Mahomes, these guys are so ahead of the game that it just felt like almost like they want to be losing in the beginning on purpose almost. And and let's entertain the notion that one, whether you think that's conspiracy or not, if they even keep the game remotely close, the spread is 14. 14 points at home. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. You're going to call me crazy, but I'm going to go ahead and take the Texans plus the 14. Take the Texans plus the 14. I might even tease it to 20. I'm not trying to necessarily get behind the Texans here, but I just would not be surprised that fucking Mahomes, you know, has his foot halfway off the gas the first part of the game. Requires a little fucking theatrics at the end. That'd be awesome. If that's the case, even if it's remotely sort of the case, 14 points is definitely going to cover that. So, all right. Patriots, Raiders, okay. This game is going to suck. Now, the game's a pick them. The Raiders are at home favored by one. I'm taking the Patriots because they have a clear path to the playoffs that requires this win. I was telling Jacob even uh, the other day on Monday night, okay? They had absolutely had to win that game against the Cardinals, and they did. To tee them up for this game, which is an absolute must win, because if they don't, the last three games of the season are very tough. They play the Bengals, the Bills, uh, and the Jets. So, or on the Dolphins, I'm sorry. So it's going to be tough. That's going to be tough, and if you're gonna if 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 you have any shot, assuming you go, you win one of those three last games, it requires you winning this game uh, on Sunday against the Raiders. So go ahead and give me New England. Uh, moving on, still on the three o'clock slate on Sunday, Titans, uh, Titans, Chargers, Chargers, fresh off a win against the Dolphins, that was awesome. Not a lot of people in the gambling world necessarily expected that, but the line was placed in a great spot. Titans, again, one of the best teams you'll ever see, or one of the worst teams you'll ever see above 500. It it blows my mind how this team continues to stay winning football games while no one's watching. It is incredible. Like, Ryan Tannehill was hurt at one point in the season and missed a couple games. Do any of y'all fucking remember that? I barely do. I mean, I I guess I do. Malik Willis, like, is that, that's not even a thing anymore right now, right? But, hey, man, shout-out to Mike Vrabel being able to keep this train moving. I mean, the division is pretty much theirs to lose. I mean, they're in the same spot as the Buccaneers, you know. I mean, they're not really going to be able to be shaken off their spot unless eluding something insane, right, something catastrophic. So go ahead and give me – oh, man, I still like the Titans. I still like the Titans here. 
Um, Chargers are still a wishy-washy team to me. I wouldn't be surprised if my brand stays a little bit on the hot seat. There are a lot of people out there that think that Justin Herbert is too good to be booted, to be is too good to be performing this badly on team sense. So I don't really know where that's going to go, but I think the Titans cover. Definitely think the Titans cover. I, as you can kind of see, there's a trend going on here this week. I'm taking the points. I'm taking the three points if I can. Um, anywhere that it's at, you know, it just seems like we're getting to that point in the year where covering just becomes harder and harder and harder. And, you know, people who don't gamble a lot love to pick favorites. And as we get deeper and deeper in the year and people lose more and more money, they're looking for more and more of a sure thing. I look to go against the grain and cash in on everybody else's mistakes. So I'm going with the Titans here. Next game, we got the Burrow Brady matchup that people love to fucking hype up. Now the Buccaneers are still shit absolute dog shit and the Bengals have somehow sneaked their way into the top of the nfl conversation when it comes to rankings again i think i saw more personalities on espn rank them above the cowboys but hey what's different you know the cowboys could fucking be undefeated and you know they're gonna put anybody above us it's not even gonna matter they're 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 literally jealous they are literally jealous but hey you know, I, I would be too. I, I mean, I'd be jealous of me being a Cowboys fan. I mean, fuck. I mean, how could you not? We all have 10 inch dicks. You know, we all get racks and hella bitches. I'm not really sure what else I'm supposed to say besides the fucking uniform is cold as shit. But that all being said, Bengals minus three and a half in Tampa. Do they keep it rolling? Nah, Brady's got to go 500. I, they win this division, but I don't. It only is still 500. Give me three and a half points at home. Again, give me the points. Three and a half. That hook is the deal maker for me. Three and a half. That is the deal maker for me. Um, definitely want that hook at home with Brady. I fucking love it. I don't think this Bengals, Bengals hot streak is going to hold on for too long. You know, they're, they're, they're bound to kind of level of water. You know, this is still a 10 to 17. I don't give a fuck what you say. Now, Sunday Night Football is going to be interesting. All right. We got the Giants. In Washington, they both are seven, five, and one tied each other, but they're both each other's tied, right? So that game literally happened. This game is the fucking Super Bowl for both of these teams. The loser is about pretty much fucking done because then the tiebreakers become complicated. And the winner is in a good, solid spot to pretty much wrap up the sixth seed as long as they don't completely shit the bed and win and lose out. Now, the Giants have been playing like shit, the commanders have been hot. And the spread would reflect that, too. We got Washington at home minus four and a half. Fuck, that's a lot of points. I really wanted to take Washington, people. I didn't see the spread until right now. Oh, that's tough. That is tough. I mean, fuck, they're going two completely different directions. Man. Give me the fucking Giants. Give me the four and a half. I'm going to keep taking the point here. Oh, man. This one's tough. I don't like it. It's going to be entertaining as fuck. Don't get me wrong. Now, as a Cowboys fan, I'm going to obviously enjoy this shit like a motherfucker. It's going to be great. But boy, oh, boy. I like the under more than anything else. I don't know if these teams necessarily go off on each other. I wouldn't be surprised if they had like a stalemate and they're just like, fuck it. Like, let's see. If, you know, let's try and win 13 to 10. But my God, yeah, give me the Giants in four and a half. If it was three, you know, I'd say fuck it, like Washington wins. But this game just seems like, again, assume it goes, assume it's even remotely close like it was the time before. Now, I know the Giants are beat up and that contributes to the spread being what it is, but 
let's pretend it's even remotely close. Let's repent. Let's pretend schemes are kind of matched up here and it stays kind of a ball game for a good amount of time. I like the idea of having four, four and a half. I mean, because then at that point, the next just mathematical score takes you above a touchdown. I'm not really sure if Washington's hanging above a touchdown the whole game. So uh, Monday night football, we got a fun one. Uh, hell of fun. You have uh, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time playing in this game. And then you got Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is also playing in this game. <laughs> Rams, Packers, Baker Mayfield, fresh off of beating that ass on 48 hours study time. Man, oh man. You know what? I, I, I can pretty much, I can almost say with fucking confidence, Baker Mayfield has studied maybe like 10 hours in his entire life. Because, I mean, why would you? I mean, if I knew that I was just capable of pulling shit out of my ass on a regular basis, I would do it. In fact, I may have just kind of figured out the plot to my own life. My point here is these guys are calm, or this Baker Mayfield <laughs> is constantly forced into the worst of situations for that of an NFL professional. Yeah, here he is. I mean, what he did the other day was absolutely fucking incredible. Incredible. I mean, the guy went there with a day and a half max. What is that? What is that really? What is that really? Let's assume he works a 12-hour workday, 24 hours of reading a book. Dude, that guy, I think I know my Madden offense better than Baker Mayfield knew the Rams offense going into that football game. And it showed. It showed. But, my God, the heart on this guy. The heart on this guy. Uh, it, everything says that it doesn't keep up. Everything says that that does not keep up. Christian Watson's probably going to ball out for a couple fucking touchdowns. But you know what? Let's roll the dice. Let's believe. Let's believe and let's stick to the trend with taking the points. Fuck it. Let's take, let's give me seven. Give me seven points in Lambo. Why not, Baker? Why the fuck not? Go get your ass in there and keep that bitch within a touchdown and make us all proud, you fucking crazy son of a bitch. I love it. I love it. Those are all the games for uh, for this week here for the NFL. Obviously, they're going to fucking cash. You might, at this point, it's not a matter of which you want to bet on. It's how much you want to bet. I love it. But I'm keeping the show pretty tight and concise here today, fellas. Anybody out there listening, again, give a follow on my Twitter or my Instagram at Rio Stutton on everything. But fuck all that. Fuck all that. Okay? Fuck all that. Follow me on TikTok because, again, I want to get this transition over into the live chats. The live chats are where it's at. Um I definitely belong to talking to all you folks. I want to get more engaged with everybody. Um, feel bad that I haven't done a little bit more lately, but things have been a little hectic. And I give a shout out to TCU for that being that way. Um, this Frogs team has drugged me physically, literally, emotionally, and financially around every corner over these last few months. And it's not over yet. Um, for those that don't know, I'm going to Arizona for the Fiesta Bowl. TCU, Michigan on New Year's Eve. It's going to be a hell of a ride. TCU is currently plus seven. I think you already know where I'm going with it. Give me the frogs. Give me the frogs is why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? Michigan made uh, Michigan made Purdue look like a, like a blue chip program in the Big Ten championship game. All right, the frogs only have one loss all year to a top ten team, three points in overtime. I don't see why not. Blake Corum, the best player on the entire Michigan squad, is going to be out. Why the fuck not? On a neutral site? With how much rest? <laughs> Give me the frogs. He was always the frogs. 
All right, guys, I'm going to let you go again. Follow me on TikTok at Rio Stun, R-I-O-S-T-U-N-T-I-N, Rio Stunton. Um, and I will see you all next week, hopefully on TikTok Live and or uh, the Stadium Junkies Media YouTube channel. You can go check that out. We've got great commentary from Jeff Burgess and Tony Lopez um, across the board on primetime television. Um, Paul, when they're getting the chats, it's fun. I, I, I jump in sometimes. We dick around. It's fucking hilarious. Ask a few questions. Well, so I shit the shit and talk some frogs with us, talk some football or basketball. You know, my Mavericks are hanging above water right now, but I wouldn't mind talking about it. And hey, hockey, baseball, hey, Rangers, we got DeGrom. Was that, what does that mean? Probably means I'm fucking, probably means I'm fucking wasting money on like 10 tickets every summer. That's what it probably means. Yeah, I digress. Everybody, you'll have a great evening. You'll have a great uh, rest of the week and have a great NFL Sunday. Good luck to you. I'll see you in the winner's circle. Get those fucking bets in and, uh, and send them to me. Send me your bets. Send me your questions. DM me on Twitter, preferably. That's what most people do. Um, but show me your bets. Show me what you got. I'm happy to check them out for you. I want you to make money just as bad as I do. People literally charge money for the information I give out. I put in 30 hours a week to put in the information and to get these picks for you guys. And uh, these are the free ones. You want the real shit? You want the shit that keeps me afloat? You want the shit that makes me so much money that I don't give a fuck about advertising on this show? Yeah, then hit me up, at Rio Sun on Twitter. All right, guys, y'all have a good one. Be easy. Tell your mom I said hi.